Blog Talk Radio. Another day at Infinite Love Talk Radio here on Blog Talk. We are your hosts, Doug and Jackie Christie. This is our favorite place to be on a Saturday at 5 p.m. That's right, and you can join us anytime by calling in at 347-215-8305 or by joining our chat room throughout the show. Yes, babe. You know what? i got a question for you. I want to ask you something. What's that, babe? Have you ever felt like uh, people were, like, making things up about us and stuff? Uh, yeah. <laughs> really? I mean, because I, I kind of felt that way myself, and that really leads me into our topic of today, and that would be rumors. Mm-hmm. And let me ask you, honey, what is the exact definition of a rumor? A rumor, well, as the dictionary, and I would say Webster, defines a rumor, it is, a rumor is defined as general talk not based on definite knowledge, an unconfirmed report, story, or etc. put into general circulation. That begins with someone telling somebody else something, and before you know it, there's a snowball effect everybody knows, and it's based on an untruth. So basically, it's people going around talking about things that they shouldn't be talking about, making up stories, and then going and doing that hearsay he say that we all grew up listening to. You know it. And one, you you remember the song? Look at all those rumors mm-hmm. surrounding me every day. That is exactly what it is. Something that is untrue, and people are making up stories. That's right. Okay. So why do people start them, you guys? And the, what we feel is they either want to be hurtful, they may be feeling jealous or envious. And you know, how can a rumor affect your life? They can affect you in many different ways. And we'll start with they can affect you mentally. Definitely, baby. Mentally is probably one of the biggest ways Mm because you can start to believe your own rumor about yourself. And if you are not mentally strong enough, for instance, if someone is saying, you know, you're not no good or anything like that, you'll start maybe thinking in your mind, I'm not good enough, I'm not the best. And these are the type of things that mentally a rumor can really attack, wouldn't you say, babe? And I would say that that is terrible, but but my husband is exactly right. I mean, sometimes you do start double, you know, guessing yourself and saying, well, maybe this is true, or maybe I'm not good enough, or what's wrong with me? And it's just, it's very unfair, and it's unfortunate, and mentally it can be very damaging. Next we have, it can physically affect you. Ooh, baby, now this is a big one because you are totally correct. A rumor can make you physically sick if it's big enough, and... There's a whole bunch of stuff that's going on. I mean, you could lose your job. There's a lot of different stuff that goes on with the rumor that can make you physically sick. For instance, when I heard about the NBA refs, I told people that that made me physically sick. And from the standpoint that I wasn't hungry at that particular point, that is something that it can do. A rumor can affect you physically as well as mentally. Most definitely, like giving you stomach aches, and everybody knows, you know, when you're afraid or you're nervous, you get butterflies in your stomach, and we all use that same topic. I have butterflies. 
that's the same way that rumors can make you feel, especially when you hear something about yourself that you know is not true. I feel that on a constant basis. Anybody that don't know the history of myself and my husband, Doug, we want you to Google us and just put in Doug and Jackie Christie or Jackie Christie even and look at the silly sickness that's out there with all the lies and rumors that someone or some people felt the need to do to make themselves feel better or something. I have no idea why, but all I can do is give it to God and hope that someday they realize that what they're doing is not just hurting me, it's hurting the people that's coming up behind me, the children that look up to me as a role model, and it's hurting themselves because they're actually convincing themselves of these lies and starting to believe them themselves. And it can also affect you emotionally. Yeah, baby, and this out of all three of those, this could well be the biggest one because hearing the rumor, it may cause you emotional stress, and it can ultimately take you on what I call and my wife call an emotional roller coaster. It can bring up feelings of anger, fear, anxiety, all types of different things, and that roller coaster can take you through ups, downs, and all over the place. So emotionally, it can really get you, babe. Mm-hmm, Definitely. And what's some examples of rumors in action, honey? I, I would have to say Madonna and Alice Rodriguez. What do you think about that? Somebody said they had an affair, and then it's all over the media, right? Yeah. But who really knows what happened there? I, I would say only the two people that are involved, if it's yeah. true. And when it gets to big, uh, you know, I, I would say maybe iconic type of figures, one little something out there turns into a snowball effect, and you never really know what's real and what's fake, only the two people involved usually, or the one person involved. Baby. That's right. That's right. What about Doug Christie is retired? Did I retire? No, and I don't think you've ever announced your retirement either, but that's another example, you guys. People are, you know, going around saying, oh, my oh my goodness, Doug's retired. They just took that on, and it took a life of its own on. They assumed he retired because he was injured and hadn't played in a while, but that's another rumor. He has not announced his retirement, and someday he will, but he hasn't so far. And then thirdly, another example is Jackie, which is me, would not let <laughs> a female doctor treat Doug when he was choking on a chicken bone. That was the sickest rumor of all, and I have to keep addressing this one because somebody decided that they are very upset and jealous that, you know, God has led me in a direction of helping people throughout my life, and that's what I'm going to do. That's my life mission, and that is to try to bring awareness to any kind of cause or situation or crisis that myself and my husband and my kids can can bring attention to. And they got upset because I guess everything is just going well, and they figured, hmm, let's start some trouble. So they decided to put out a rumor, another rumor, in 2004, and they brought it back out again this year and sent it around via email. And I laughed because I thought, that is so sick. As much time and effort as it took to do that, they could have put in, you know, something about some of these children that's dying from child abuse or some of the messages that we stand for, HIV and AIDS awareness, and telling people to go out and get tested and know their status. Instead, they decided to try and hurt me, which it didn't. It just kind of made me just feel a little nauseated, like like we said, emotionally. I thought, wow, what should I do? Should I go and find this person and sue them? And then I thought, no, it's not, I'm not going to give it energy. I'm just going to ignore it. So that's, um, you know, something that I wanted to share with you guys. No question, baby. I mean, those are the type of rumors that, you know, if the story is crazy enough, it'll take on its right. own yeah. life and it'll just roll and roll and roll. And that was one of the craziest ones I heard. Most one that I, I don't believe I wanted to get your comment on is Will and Jay to have an open marriage. Will and Jada and this open marriage rumor has been out for so long. Will just recently did state in the media that 
he feels that if he wanted to go out and be with someone else, he would tell Jada first. He would never do something and then come and tell her later. That part is, is their own understanding in their marriage. It's not one that we um, exercise in ours, but who are we to judge? We're not going to knock them. And Will is also a comedian, um, you know, by trade, so he probably was joking around. But I do believe that he loves his wife tremendously and she loves him and that that probably is just that, a rumor. And then fifth, we have Ashanti's album, and it's not doing well. Well, I happen to like her music, and I think it sounds pretty good, so I'm not sure if that's really true, but I know it probably hurts her and her career that people are all saying she's washed up and she should just hang it up and that sort of thing, because I think any form of artistry, if you're a good singer, not a good singer, if you're trying to put an effort out there and do some good and do something positive, people really shouldn't knock you for it. So I, what do you think about that, honey? Uh, that I, I, well, I, I don't know for sure. I, I definitely think that just like you said, if, mm-hmm. if you're putting your heart and soul into it, you're trying to open it up and let everybody in on what you're feeling and what's going on. It's not for anybody to judge. It's good music, and you just have a good time with it. And that's what I would do if I was her. And I agree 100%. And how do you stop a rumor? Well, there are a couple of ways you can put a rumor to rest, you guys. And we came up with a few ourselves. And actually, my husband did. He's really good at this. And it is you can ignore it, which is very hard. And I'm going to be honest. Sometimes it's hard for me to ignore it, but I'm learning. You can confront it, and that means go to the source and say, look, I don't appreciate the lies you've told on me, and I think you owe me a public apology, and you need to go and make this right. Or you can take the high road and make it not fun. And by saying that, we mean, you know, when they go, oh, did you hear so-and-so, or did you hear this and this about you? Then just say, yeah, that's just silly stuff, or, oh, that's life, you know, whatever. And it just takes all the bad and negative energy out of it. What do you think, honey? I agree with you, baby. I think that we we ignored rumors for quite a long time. I just have one question for you. So if you ignored a rumor and it doesn't go away, does that just lead you to confront it, or what do you do in that, in that situation? I think you go back to number one, and then you start the ignoring process, and you try your hardest to ignore it. You pray on it, and you let God take it from there. If you know the truth and the people involved in it know the truth, it's better to just let the person go ahead and exhaust all possibilities of angering you because usually when a rumor is started, that's what they want to do. It's either that or there's some type of business uh, behind it, and they're starting the rumor to generate attention or publicity to have more business or something like that. But either way, it's just not true. It's dishonest and it's unfair. Now, what about this, baby? What do you do when someone at your job starts a rumor? Because this one is tough, because you have to be politically correct or you could lose your job if it turns out to be something bigger than it is, Mm -hmm. which could be exactly what that person wants. You may want to have a private conversation with them. You can discuss it all the while, letting them know that these things are not true or fair, but they can not say these type of things to you and they need to correct them or not to you but about you and they need to correct them and if that doesn't work you may want to go to your boss and alert him about the problem what, what do you think about at the job rumors babe? I would definitely say you go to your boss and you alert them. I would say do that first. I would definitely nowadays in what's going on, honey, with the people shooting up their cold, you know, workers and different people, I would go to the boss first and say, I really love my job. I want to be here, but there's some rumors being started by said employee, and I was wondering if you could maybe handle it. Maybe we can all get together and have a conversation, and that way we avoid any kind of, you know, that person may attack you. That person may have other issues, deep hate, and then you guys end up in a violent situation. So I would say go to the boss first. 
I would have to agree with you because nowadays I think we're seeing more violence at the job and these different things. And those are sometimes you might not want to get involved because you don't know what a person is like off. And if they're willing to start really an angry rumor, maybe they want your job or something like that. So just be careful in that situation. Listen to what my wife said on that one because it could be very, very delicate. Very delicate, and, and, you know, mostly we wanted to cover rumors and, and that whole thing. We love to stay positive and, and, and going in an upward direction, but we have to cover some of the real topics out there, and rumors is one of the main ones, and we are who better than living examples does Jack Christie. I mean, like I said, if you Google us, you will hear all of the amazing stories that people come up with, and all I ask is that I know some of the listeners out there may have believed some of those stories. All I ask is that you tune into our shows, you go back and listen to the podcast, and you will hear and see and judge for yourself who we really truly are and we're telling you every Saturday at 5 o'clock who we are and we're letting you into our private world. We do that because we want to get to know you guys. We want to network and have friends and we just think that even doing a little bit in today's society changing a little bit in one mind at a time eventually everybody will be on the same plane and we can all do things to have a better world. It's just, it's not fair to us but at the same time believe me we are okay being examples for other people that you don't have to you know, flip out on folks and go and call big news conferences and stuff and attack people, let them say it, and you the way you get even with them is by your actions and by going on and living your life and being total opposite in, you know, of what they're saying you are. And as far as our marriage, you know, people saying, oh, it ain't going to work and blah, blah, you know, time has shown and it will continue to show that love and admiration, loyalty, honesty, commitment, and communication is the basis of what we stand for. And as we move forward and through life, we hope that all of you guys is right there alongside of us and you will see as well as the other naysayers that, you know, these rumors need to stop and they need to stop right now. That I would totally agree with everything that you said, and you said it the best. <laughs> Google me, baby. Google me, baby. <laughs> Most definitely. And we just want to leave you guys with one last thought. Just, you know, if you are a rumor-starting person, please don't be. <laughs> and if you feel the need, and it's 2 o'clock in the morning, we don't care. Usually we're up. Email us and say, I'm about to start this rumor. Please help me, and we'll start you in a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but moving right along please. into music, <laughs> into hot topics, we have something very good to share with you guys. And I see the phone lines lighting up and people joining in. And you can talk whenever you want or you can just sit back and listen. That's what we're here to do is entertain you. And we have a Divas of Literature book tour that has been announced, and we are on it, you guys. And if you want information about it, you can go to www.divas, which is D-I-V-A-S, Divas, of literature.com forward slash authors html or you can just go to divas of literature.com and there's tons of information and we have joined this fabulous tour and we'll be coming to a mall across the country near you starting july 26 2008 myself and my husband along with four other fabulous female authors they are truly divas and if you go on there, you can find out about Abiola and all of those guys by going to divasofliterature.com. And you can check out the link. Again, it is HTTP. I'll, I'll leave that part off so it's not confusing. It's www.divasofliterature.com, and you can get all the information on there about our tour. And secondly, we have Jesse Jackson has apologized for his comments that he made about Barack Obama, you guys. And Obama did accept his apology, so we're happy to hear that, right, baby? Uh, no question. I, I mean, that was off camera, and uh, <laughs> I think you've seen it. Obviously, though, you know, everybody has how they feel and stuff, and it was something that just got caught, and unfortunately, hey, 
here we are. But, it, you know, it's a big man uh, to say that Jesse apologized. So yes. Because sometimes that's a hard thing to do, especially on the male side of things. So kudos to him for that one. Definitely. Now, what about the husband, honey, that is accused of killing his wife? At first, he wasn't a suspect at all. And then as they started looking at the timeline and different things like that, she went jogging at 7 a.m., never came back. And yeah. he didn't call to alarm the police that she was missing until, guess what time? What time? 3 p.m. Okay, that's pretty late. And I, I didn't follow it, but have they now accused him and went on and said he is a suspect? Well, I think that that is what is going to transpire today. You know, a lot can happen in 24 hours. So it, it's just, it, it's a crazy situation. And I believe that they have children, too. So it's really unfortunate, unfortunate. But we will keep our eyes on that developed oh, story, no question. And we did see that the judge um, did say that the kids cannot go in his custody. So, um, you know, all we can do is pray on that one, and hopefully they can get that together. I have something on a little bit brighter note. Um, the UFOs that I have always suspected is out there, because remember, I'm the person that saw the Sasquatch. People laugh at me <laughs> and they say it's not true, but I know what I saw. Now, UFOs, something I have believed in since I was a very little girl, has been verified. Again, it has been verified, and it has been doing, it has been getting verified since 1940, but people keep denying it. Well, they had on a big special on Larry King last night, 2 o'clock in the morning, myself and my husband was watching it. We drew our own conclusions. They had about seven experts on there that all said it's true and the government is hiding things. We're not political here, so if there's any government people listening in, spying in, we're not saying anything <laughs> bad about the government. That is a disclosure. We are just simply saying that we believe in UFOs. We believe there is extraterrestrials out there. We're not to say what they are. No one has seen that yet, but there has been witnesses that have saw the spaceships and so on. Well, they had some skeptics on there as well who, of course, tried to draw uh, people, um, put them on the fence and make people think that it wasn't true, and they did not have an argument, did they, honey? No, they, they, those arguments, they could have got better skeptics than that because those right. guys weren't very convincing at all. And I will say that, you know, uh, for when it first started, a lot of people who were thinking about UFOs and what have you, you'd see them on TV, and they would be more on the, I guess for lack of a better word, the kookish side of things, you know, kind of. But these guys were, we're talking physicists, we're talking people who are well-respected from uh, retired generals in the Army and different uh -huh. things, and they had very, very convincing information. And there was the one guy that you were talking about, Chad, you had seen before, baby, who was a movie producer or something, and he had some really, really valid points. Oh, yeah, I remember him. That's, that's true. And it's funny because he's on all the shows, and he always raises the best possible scenarios. And he tells you, he says it the whole time, I'm not saying they're Martians. I'm saying there is something out there, and we need to investigate further. We need to have a scientific committee appointed to just that. Why do we keep turning our head the other way? The French have now released all of their records and their findings. And they said, you know, the U.S. government needs to stop lying to their people. And I think that that's something that definitely needs to be raised. But we're not going to go out and start no petition to find out if there's UFOs because we would get shut down. Well, well, we're really crazy. Oh, no question about it. But I, I will say that one of the biggest things is when he was talking about the spacecraft in mm -hmm. Arizona, and he said that over 6,000 people saw it. It was a mile wide, that's and right. it was moving at a very slow speed, no sound at all, and all of a sudden it disappeared. And not only did he see it in 6,000 people, but the governor of Arizona also saw it. So these are things that are going to have to get looked into at one time or another, baby. 
Almost oh, definitely. Then what about Brad and Angelina finally had their twins? Obviously, this is worldwide news, and they uh, left a French hospital this morning at 4 a.m. and went back to their French estate. We wish them the best. Two twins. Do we know the names? Yep. Vivian is the girl, and Knox is the boy, and I think that's really um, – I know a lot of people have a lot of adverse feelings about the whole way Brad and Angelina got together, and we are not here to judge. We are not even saying that. I think that they make a lovely couple, and um, it's unfortunate however it came about, but it is there, and they have a beautiful family, and we wish their kids and them and all of the adopted children they have, just their whole family and what they're trying to do, the positive things they're trying to do, we wish them nothing but the best. No question about it, baby. And then finally rounding out our hot topics, we have Barack Obama is in the Middle East right now, and we hope he has a safe return. There is some controversy going, I guess they're saying that, he done his speech before he went, and he should have done it when he came back. But I guess there's really no set way on how you can do things. The fact is he did go over, huh? No, no question about it. I saw that the, this morning. And, you know, they're going to be critical of whatever you do, especially when you're running against somebody, because it is up to them to point out every single thing that you do that does not go along with the quote-unquote status quo. But uh, he is there. He's talking. And we will see as this story unfolds Barack in the Middle East. That's right, and that rounds out our hot topics. And then we're going to talk a little bit about um, one of my husband's favorite topics. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That would be inside of the world of sports. And once again, as we do every day on a Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we want to welcome back the Wizzle. Wizzle, how are you doing out there in the land of athletics? Oh, everything is busy. Uh, there's a lot of great baseball games on today, but uh, you pick a subject and we'll start to shoot it down. Well, let's start. We're, we're going to get in because it is now, it is officially, I would say, football season. Obviously, baseball is in full swing, but it doesn't really get heated up until uh, right around October when things really get hot and heavy in the playoffs. But let's start talking a little football, and no better way to start than with our Seattle Seahawks, who last year were finished 11-7 and for their fourth consecutive NFC West title, despite no championship whistle. What is going on in Seattle? Is this as far as we can go? Well, uh, first and foremost, it lets you know, um, and, and the teams that are privileged, or the states that are privileged to have an NFL team, it lets you know just how hard it is to get to the pinnacle uh, with all the things that are going on with free agents and, and obviously salary and, and, and the type of budget the team is going to have and their approach. There's a lot of factors that go in. And uh, if you're extremely competitive like we've been uh, for the past several years, but for um, in particular, um, I think as a business owner, you'd be extremely happy, and uh, I'm sure there's a happy owner somewhere in a Paul Allen. No question. Well, they, they also built a new facility in Kirkland. As you drive past it on the 405, you can see it. It looks very nice. And, uh, you know, last year Hasselbeck, you know, sent team passing records, another Pro Bowl. Obviously, unfortunately, Dion Branch uh, hurt himself with a knee injury right before and didn't get to play against Green Bay. But uh, what are you looking at? We got some additions. Tight end John Carlson, obviously running backs Julius Jones, T.J. Duckett, uh, are these guys going to be able to put us over the hump, or do we have another fantastic year and falter in the playoffs a bit? 
Well, I, I do, first and foremost, expect another uh, competitive, very competitive year. Uh, this is probably one of the tougher venues to play in in terms of coming into a, a city and uh, where the fans get riled up. And it's uh, not a, a covered uh, situation like you would think where a lot of football and they try to put in domes and this type of thing. No, we're outside, and, and uh, I think we'll have another competitive season. As far as the prospects go, um, I think that we have – got some help and and it, again it 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 has to be seen in order to, uh, to be completed but uh we got to see what they can do on the field they are uh competitive guys um TJ Duckett uh you know him he's uh from uh, history in Atlanta um a good running back a good north and south type of guy for the football lingo uh and he's not going to step out of bounds and that's the same with Julius Jones he's got him and his brother which is uh, uh the other Jones who's in New York for the Jets and they're both competitive guys. They're both extremely uh, fit guys. And so uh, we're definitely going to have a, a different look at it this year. Um, I think that uh, Julius Jones will definitely uh, help out because he gives a, a different type of explosiveness uh, once he has the ball because he's, he, he's north and south, but he's got, he's, he's got some east and west stuff too. And so uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm, I'm still waiting for – you know, obviously uh, more trades and those, those type of things to go down. But I, I kind of like the team that we're going into now. Well, it doesn't look like we're going to be starting a season opener with Branch, so that is going to be a big loss. But a couple other key losses would be uh, kicker Josh Brown, wide receiver T.J. Hackett, and running back, former MVP of the NBA, I mean of the NFL, who was waived and is still unsigned, Sean Alexander. Obviously, they filled the running back position, but how do you feel about losing Alexander? Well, definitely uh, losing Alexander was, uh, it was a blow, and I think it was more uh, um, emotional than anything, because he's a good guy, and he's, he always does and says the right thing, but I think that in Seattle, um, there was a, a certain level of irritation that came with his running style. And I think that people, um, for the type of money that he was demanding, uh, wanted to see more of the, you know, a smash-mouth type of style. And, and the guy's really, really earning their yards. I'm not saying he didn't earn his money, but uh, it's another thing to go and earn your yards and, and to do a little bit more for your club. So um, I don't know. Maybe he's been hurt uh, for a for a couple of years now, he's had a lot of nagging injuries, but uh, certainly we wish him the best. And he did say that Seattle's home to him, so uh, hey, again, I wish him the best. Now, now with the the proverbial window of opportunity that they talk about in sports in general, basketball, baseball, football, all these different sports. We got half some veterans in Hasselback, uh Kearney, uh Julian Peterson, Walter Jones, the all pro uh lineman, and then obviously Holmgren in his last season, is this I mean, is this pretty much it as we know it for the Seahawks that we've seen for the last few years? Is the window closing on them? Well, um, as one window closes, another opens, and um, and certainly there will be new opportunities that, that will arise with a, a new head, um, uh, be it uh, the type of play, the type of style we have, the type of personnel we uh, uh, get, you know, to, to to facilitate your locker room and the kind of guys you want to have around. So it's definitely a, a, a closing of one window, but it's an opening of another. Well, moving into the world of baseball, we have Barry Bonds is still 
not signed, and he's even willing to take a minimum contract. What what do you see in that right there, Whistle? Well, uh, obviously there's a, <laughs> there's a, a flag, a red flag, white flag, black flag, a asterisk. There's something uh, that that's untouchable uh, in terms to MLB, and, and it's 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 pretty sad because there are a lot of teams out there who can use his services. Um, a lot of teams who are right there and can't get over the hump who could use a, a for sure bat and a, a good leader in the locker room. So um, I don't know. I mean. It, did he wear out his welcome? I don't know. Is there a lot of scrutiny and 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 ridicule to come with him if he comes into your locker room? Probably, but that's something that the locker room and and their teammates deal with individually, and that's only for a team to deal with. So obviously, it's uh, it's not a player situation. It's a, a management situation, and I think that management and and a lot of different fronts are afraid to touch the guy and. Um, I mean, I can't say that I would be in favor of signing him or uh, in favor of not because I know the bottom line is, is that I'm rated off my wins and what we're doing in the, in the postseason. And, and certainly if this guy can contribute, uh, why wouldn't you get him? Well, I'm going to go on the line and say, uh, Major League Baseball, quit blackballing Barry Bonds. Hopefully he goes to the New York Yankees because I see that that's one place. That is a, a place that definitely can handle. But uh, today we're talking about rumors, and I, I really think that it has not been proven that Barry Bonds did all these things that they say. And to let him back out there I think would be the right thing to do. So baseball, if you're listening, Find the man. Staying in baseball, Whistle, and this is a story that now we've covered for three weeks, but it just it, it just keeps coming. It keeps coming. We're talking about Josh Hamilton, Texas Rangers, center fielder. Did you happen to catch a glimpse of that home run derby the other day in the Bronx, New York? Yeah, it was really, really uh, an epic outing of the second leagues. The guy was on fire. Uh, he showed you what a number one you know, obviously it was three, four years ago when he was, uh, when he assumed that number one position, but it shows you what type of talent, uh, this guy had and, and why he was regarded so highly. And, uh, obviously his personal problems and all that, the triumph is great. And, and I, I, I really think there's a place in all the sports for that type of triumph. And, you know, with that being said, why can't Barry get the opportunity to triumph as well? Say that, Wizzle, that's what I'm talking about, baby. Let him know, let him know. Josh Hamilton, we're talking alcohol, all types of drugs, and this man came what? on the scene. Yes, he uh, alcohol, crack, everything. And he was, when he was coming out of high school, they said the best baseball player that they had ever seen. Who Who is they? I don't know. But I think that when he got on that stage, I'm a fan of Josh Hamilton because I love a story like that, and I hope that uh, even though he didn't win the home run derby, he came in second, he put on a performance that was definitely, definitely for the ages. Now, Wizzle, talking a little bit of China Olympics, because it's coming up, and it's coming up fast. And for those of you who want to catch some uh, some basketball, USA basketball, Tuesday, August 5th, 8 p.m. Eastern, ESPN2. Check them out. They will be playing. But staying with the Olympics, smog is the topic of conversation. Now, they say if you rate smog on a 1 to 10 scale, China is right about 8. And do you think that that's really going to affect, because we have 35 events, and 16 of those events in the Olympics are going to be outdoors. What do you think that does for the uh, for the actual participants, Wizzle? Well, uh, it uh, actually evens the playing field if you're from China. 
I'm just playing. Uh, obviously, the, the smog is a problem. Uh, the population uh, in China and Japan is, is really, really unbelievable. Um, and uh, uh, the light smog we see in L.A. or when the sun breaks through at 12 and 1 o'clock in the afternoon, it certainly doesn't compare to what they have going on uh, in, in the east. So uh, I do think it is of some concern. Um, you know that those type of things will be talked about in the future in, in terms of what type of uh, the air and the quality that you're exposing people to. Because I mean, certainly you don't want a stadium full of people who are breathing in, you know, carbon monoxide and things that aren't particularly good for your for your lungs. But um, I, I just think it's uh, it's obviously a sign of the times. And and um, what better way to to measure it would have an even playing field and everybody gets to run in it. Yeah, I would I would say that the the Olympic uh, world, or actually not the Olympic, but the world record holder for the marathon has actually said that he's just going to focus on the ten thousand meter. He's not even going to get involved in that. And those are the type of things that ultimately, uh, you know, China's been waiting a long time for the Olympics. They got the Olympics now, and they say that there's not going to be any problems by the time that it happens. All the smog will be at a level that will be uh, respectable, and uh, athletes will be able to do their thing so everybody let's check out china olympics as it uh as it approaches us here now we would always be remiss not to talk a little nba basketball whistle and in the news still we have donahy and uh for those of you who don't know obviously tim donahy the referee that uh said that he did fix games and things he was uh found out and this is something that's been found out quite a bit ago but now it's coming back out that he made 134 calls to one of his buddy referees and out of all the rest of the referees he only made two calls and this was in a period of 7 months and uh, a lot of the calls looked to be right before a game and right after a game i'm not starting any rumors or anything with but uh i'm just wondering what you think about that well uh wouldn't it be easier to just shoot him a text <laughs> no. I'm, I'm really saying this is really really serious and i say that because when you're answering you know those type of questions and you and you kind of look to the head to answer you figure why stern has hired some ex-general uh some ex-army general to to pretty much address the press and, the, and to get that type of scrutiny off of him because you know what happens is when you're you're sitting there and they ask you questions uh, they think they can put a spin on it like they do the players and and anybody else in in our life uh, and and they, the comments can come out absolutely the wrong way. Um, so I do think that it is proof that Stern didn't necessarily uh, take care of a situation that uh, obviously is growing bigger than he anticipated, and it's something that could have been curtailed a, a long time ago. But obviously, it, it's got gotten out of control and. Uh, um, I'm really, really curious to see what's happening because these type of things threaten the, the fabric of sports and why we, I mean, there's only certain things that you trust in life. And, you know, as being growing up being a wrestling fan and me being told that it wasn't necessary all entirely the, 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 the truest form of entertainment. Um, I think we look for sports to be uh, honest uh, entertainment. Uh, can people throw the games? Is there a lot of money rolling around? Yes. But I think the integrity of the game is something that uh, that sports fans hold sacred, and uh, this is really, really a huge story. Well, Wizzle, as always, we want you to go and get yourself a curry patty, and we thank you, as always, for your insight into the world of sports this week. Same time, same station, 
everything, Wizzle. Thank you again. Hey, man, I'm supposed to go to the body of Seattle, have alligator on the stick. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have it all. Right along our and beauty. Oh, you see Marcus uh, King the other day. Cover this day. Um, it is called the beauty brush. It was on Oprah's favorite things. It is great. It you put it on, you turn it on. It's electronic, like an electronic toothbrush. I do not have the name of it. I'm so sorry. I was trying to get it, but it's a special name. There's a bunch of them, but the, you want the original one. And what it is is you put the cleaner on your face, the cleanser on your face, and you put this brush up to your skin, and you go in a circular motion, and it doesn't tear your skin up or anything. It just kind of jars all the impurities out of your pores. And they say it is the cleanest facial you can give yourself or you can get if you go to an actual spa but it is called the beauty brush the electronic beauty brush and i have to get the name so stay tuned and our next show or one of the following ones if i haven't got it by then i will have it for you guys but i'm sure if you google it and say electronic beauty brush cleanser um then it will show you on there but it is fabulous that's my tip for today is to get yourself one of those because they are great and they will they clear up acne and they don't jar your skin and they're really really good you can use them every day and you can use them with plain water or you can use them with your basic skin cleanser you guys check with us next week uh, because we're going to pick one up my wife's going to use it on me all week and we will let (laughs) you know what happened mine is tom ford the designer that for the last 10 years or so has been the creative mind behind gucci I just was reading the Rob report, and he has put out his own line, and it looks very good. Don't know the sizes because sometimes they don't make the big man sizes, so I will be checking into that for you. But check it out, cable knit sweaters, leather jackets, suits. Uh, looks like he did it all, but uh, the Tom Ford Collection. Well, i got to say that that sounds fabulous. Anything in fashion, because you guys know we're fashion people over here, we absolutely love. So I'm going to be looking at that. That was a surprise. Maybe because my birthday's coming up, my husband wasn't going to tell me about it. um, Hint, hint. Anyway, um, my next tip is rest and lots of it. Rest and drink lots of water because of the harsh elements and the water being treated, it can wreak havoc on your skin. And if you want clear skin... You definitely need to get lots and lots of rest. So I would recommend that as my tip this week is to try and get at least eight hours of sleep. Now, I personally do not exercise that. I can't because I'm a insomniac. I stay up all hours of the night on the computer <laughs> and doing reports for the next day so that when I go to my boss, which is my husband, Doug, I can give him some great work and I can be the model employee. So, no, I'm just joking, you guys, but I do have insomnia. So does my daughter's. And um, we've always had it. I don't think it's going anywhere. I'm trying to get Doug to have it so he can stay up with me, but he gets his rest. And that's why his skin looks so great, and he's in great shape. But I want everybody else to do it. And then once the rest of the world is like that, I'll feel jealous, and I'll jump in, and I'll try and do the same thing. I just listen to my body. And when it says lay down, I'll be like, yep. And when it says sleep, I'll be like, "Uh uh-huh. And it was like, get up. i say, oh, okay. I got on the last here for my fashion. I'm going suspenders. They are making a comeback. Yes, I did. I said it's suspenders. They are making a comeback. They come in all different colors, styles, and designs. Have fun with them. Be brave and rock them with anything. Yeah, they're really, really cool. I used to wear them when I was younger, too, you guys, and they are a fabulous addition to your wardrobe. Um, We will be moving right in to our love and romance. And today in love and romance, I want to take some questions. We want to address some of our listeners' questions, and we'll start with... Baby, I got one. My husband and I both work nine to five, 
But when we come home, we have the kids making dinner and everything, and we just really don't have time for each other. What do you suggest? I would definitely suggest that you set yourself up with a schedule. Anything can be put on a schedule, even if it means just watching dinner and a movie later. But put it, make sure you write it down. I'm a big person of to-do lists, and I've said that several times on our shows. Just, you know, while you're at work or whatever, jot it down during your lunch break. Okay, today I'm going to get off work at 5 o'clock. I'm going to go home. I'll get home about 5.45, 6 o'clock, depending on traffic. I'll make dinner right about 6.15 after I wash up, about 6.15, 6.20. That will be done about 7. We'll eat dinner. The kids in the bed or in their bath, excuse me, at 7.30. Then they will be in the bed by 7.45. At 8 o'clock I have a date with my husband or my wife, and we're going to sit down and we're going to watch a movie or we're just going to relax and spend time together. And that way you're not up too late. You can get to bed around 9.30 or 10 if you have not you know, traditional 9 to 5, which I personally don't. I'm blessed. But if you do, then you can still get to bed at a decent time. That's what I would suggest. There's always time if you make it. Um, and then the next one, it moves into JC. And that is, I'm a new listener, and I heard your show last week about you and Doug's marriage. My wife and I have been married for eight years, and I think that remarrying my wife would be fun. I just have one question for Doug. Do you just set up the new wedding, or do you pop the question all over again? Ooh, great question, and there is no right way to say I love you again and again and again. But I did pop the question to my wife, and I usually do, and actually she has also popped a question to me. So be fun and spontaneous and pop that question. Get down on one knee and blow her mind. I would have to agree 100%. The next one is... Have you guys read... Have you guys read or can you recommend any books on relationships that are out there, babe? Um, I would recommend Friends by Angela Bassett and Courtney B. B. Vance. Excuse me. I would recommend The Praying Wife. You can also get The Praying Husband. Those are very, very, those are two great books. And most importantly, I would recommend our book, and it's called No Ordinary Love, A True Story of Marriage and Basketball. It isn't just about um, being married to someone that plays basketball. It's also our ideas and tips and suggestions on having a great marriage or relationship. It's for people even in just a relationship. And it just talks about having infinite love and loving that person respectively the same way as you love yourself and that having that you know, everlasting good feeling being together and having each other's back and the strong foundation of family. You know, in today's society, a lot of people are forgetting that that's what it's all about. That's where it comes from, and that's the foundation. All this other stuff is a facade, all the fancy cars and the diamond rings and the clothes and the money and the tabloids and Hollywood and all the different um, you know, distractions, you've got to have family and you've got to have a strong base. If you have that, you can accomplish anything. And we are examples of that because no matter what people have tried to do to us, as you can see, we're still here. I know God is the main reason, but I'm also saying that, you know, he helps those who help themselves. So definitely pick our book up because I think you will find that it is a fascinating read. And, again, we are going on tour with our book. Um, it will be on the Divas of Literature Tour, and I gave it earlier in the show. I gave um, where you can find information, but if you go to www.com, Divas of Literature, you will be able to um, find out more information about our book and other books. They have some great books. The other Divas also have some great books on um, love and relationships and so on. So that's what I would recommend. The next one is, can you guys suggest something that doesn't cost any money, but is romantic that I can do with my mate. 
Honey? Oh, yeah, I got a good one for that, baby. And I, I would say a book of IOUs. And a book of IOUs could have little coupons in your hand. Write them. Anything doesn't cost you a dime. It could be anything from a foot rub to a movie dinner date. It could be anything under the sun, a walk in the park. And, you know, your wife or your husband can snatch that one out and redeem that coupon at any time. And I would say that that is fabulous. I also have, babe, you can cook for each other. Now, that could be both of you in the kitchen together cooking, one of you cooking one night and another one the next night, and it just kind of depends, and you can surprise each other, but it's also fun to get in there together and have fun conversation, and uh, cooking for each other is definitely a way that dinner also gets done, doesn't really cost you anything. And I would have to agree with my husband on that one. I knew that was going to be one because that is very romantic, you guys. The next one would be you can watch a movie together, and you can pick your favorite one or, you know, pick one that's on surprise. That's one of the things that me and my husband love to do is, you know, especially when we go and check in the hotels on business travel or whatever, we always love to go to the menu section because there's always the latest movies out. And action, drama, all those are great movies. There's also westerns. There's, all, there's just all kinds of different movies. Comedies are fun. They're very romantic as well. So watching a movie together, I would suggest, is a great thing. Then you can go for a long walk together. That's another um, suggestion that I think that's one of the things that myself and my husband um, was blessed and able to do when we first met. And I thought that is the most romantic thing I've ever done. So I would definitely say that that's high up on our list of recommendations is go for a long walk. You can talk and just get to know each other. Another one that um, we didn't happen to jot down when we were talking about the radio show is going for a long drive. And I learned that one from my husband as well. He lo- it's just wonderful to be able to ride with your maid, listen to some nice music, and just talk. And especially if you have little short trips to go on or even long ones. We've done both. And it's just a fantastic time to catch up and brainstorm and come up with ideas and just talk about creative, positive things. Or if you've got some issues you want to work out, what better time if you're in private and you can you know, kind of ch- talk to one another. That is a fantastic one, baby. And I have one also. You can also run each other a bubble bath. Get yourself some candles and just get in the bubble bath, relax, and unwind. Sometimes you you don't get a chance to do that because maybe you're only taking showers, and this is a time where you can really sit back and relax and let the water just relax all of the tense muscles that you got. That's right. And then you can also, here's another one, you can write each other a long love letter. You know, um, that would be a good way to rekindle any fires. You just you know, sit down and you think. People don't usually take the time nowadays, or they don't have the time, not to say they don't take it, but they don't have it, to sit down and just, uh, you know, think about what they want to say to their mate and write it out. Make that time. And I'm going to take my own advice and do the same thing, although I tell my husband a million times a day, it's always sweet to just sit down and write a letter. A person could sit there and read it, and it's so cute and flirty and romantic and it's special. And um, it don't even have to be mushy-mushy. It could just be how important they are to you. What happens if something happens to you and you're not able to tell them or something happens to them and you just wonder? That's something that you'll have for the rest of your life. That's one thing. When you lose someone, suddenly you can't go back and ask them now. So, you you know, if you have a letter and they've, they've told you, you don't have to guess, right, honey? Yeah, that is correct. I mean, anything, when, when my wife says a letter, she's just saying putting your words down on paper so that they can get it and at their own time they can sit and read it. So it could be a poem. It could be a few letters. It could just be I love you. <laughs> it can definitely be that. And, you know, um, one thing that I wanted to share with you guys, too, is that when you're in relationships, a lot of times we talk about what our customer, you know, what our listeners, excuse me, call in and ask us. 
when you're in a relationship, you can you can always go on Google, Google.com, and you can you can ask for relationship advice. On there is millions of different um, professionals, experts, doctors, whomever you might be looking for, and it's a world of and a vast world of information there. You can go to about.com, and on about.com, you can look up relationships or love or marriage and on there there's places that will lead you into all kind of portals with questions and answers you can look at other people's questions and maybe some of those apply to you or you can type in your own you can go to ask.com there's so many different places that you can go for more information and also we love you coming here and just asking us writing us talking to us enjoying the conversation listening to the podcast whatever we're here for you to interact with but you can go there if you want any information and then let's not we haven't even talked about barnes and nobles borders books all those different places where there's books that you can go pick up on the same type of um, information. No question about it, baby. Anywhere that you want to go as far as books go, you can go there. You can find something about relationships, marriage, and you can also get it from the male perspective or the female perspective. Like my wife said, a praying wife, a praying husband that talks to you specifically so that different questions and things that you might have, they're addressed right there. And like my wife said, also check out the book, No Ordinary Love, A True Story of Marriage and Basketball. There is definitely something in there for you. Oh, most definitely. We want to share a song with you that we both happen to love for a few minutes. So we'll take a break and we'll be right back with you. I'd like to dedicate this song to little Junior Park, a cousin of mine. Going on, but we'd like to kind of carry on in his name. with you guys we had to do that and, and just share that with you but no actually um this is the song that we wanted to share with you Girl, but we made it through 
this contract for a lifetime, you know. And I'm here, girl, steady putting in this overtime. And when I think about it, I just cry about it. I gotta pray about it. I raise my hand about it. This baby, you're my perfect one. This us and this them. Lights bright or like them. Girl, you're all that I am. And when I think about it, I just cry about it. I thank the Lord about it. I gotta raise my hand about it. They can take my fortune and fame, but they can't take my ring. I won't trade you for a thing, girl. You're all that I am. I'm saying, girl, hey, hey, yo, baby, hey, hey, you know. I love you, girl. And we're back. We just wanted to share that with you. That's a song that was made for myself and my husband's. Um, for us, it was given to us by a wonderful artist. His name is Kamani Johnson. You can go to myspace.com forward slash Kamani J or Kamani Johnson, and you can find him there. And he's got some great stuff. But he made that for us during our reality show days at BET, and it is actually on one of our episodes. Our episodes are available. We got a couple of emails at our MySpace saying, where can we pick up the episodes of the Christie's Committee? You can get it anytime you want. Um, it is six episodes, and it costs $10 total for all six, and you can download them to your computer and watch them as much as you want to from iTunes.com. We don't have anything to do with that. That's all through BET. But if you go to iTunes.com and type in the Christie's Committed um, Season 1 through 6, or excuse me, Season 1, Episodes 1 through 6, you can pick it up there. So any listeners out there that's interested, that's where you can get it, and you will be able to hear him again. That song is titled A Perfect One. And in closing, honey, do you want to no questions. K-I-M-A-N-I Johnson. That's Kamani Johnson, and we always want to give a shout-out and thank him for The Perfect One, which is the title of that song, and it has been another, another wonderful hour spending Saturday with you guys and my wife, and thank you so, so very much. And we want to say to you guys, thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you again next time, same place, same time. And for now, goodbye, our friends. Peace. Respect.